When it comes to Podmeets World, we're synonymous with two things. Watching our younger selves on a TV show from 30 years ago and loving Hyundai. The first ever fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. With up to 303-mile range, available two-way charging, and other category-defining features, the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5 is one of the most teched-out electric vehicles ever. And as you know, we are tech heads. The standard ultra-fast charging capability gives you an 80% charge in just 18 minutes when using a 250-plus kilowatt DC fast charger. And with the available two-way charging, you can charge larger electronic equipment inside and outside the car, backyard or side yard. Hyundai, it's your journey. Learn more at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. 2024 Ionic 5 rear-wheel drive has an EPA-estimated driving range of up to 303 miles. Actual range will vary with options, driving conditions and habits, vehicle and batteries condition, and other factors. Available in limited quantities and select states only. This episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies. Especially when they start really moving. With Huggies Little Movers, you get their best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. That's right. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and comfy while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all baby curves and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So make the switch to Huggies Little Movers today. We got you, baby. When I'm on my way to drop off the kids at school and I'm on about five hours of sleep and I haven't had my coffee yet, I'm truly one of a kind. Yeah, this sounds like the beginning of a horror movie. It is. But there is one thing I can do immediately to bring some comfort and calm to the situation and keep me moving forward. Eat Keebler Sandies. I like to think that if the good-looking guy was still around, sitting on the couch, comforting himself about not getting into college, he'd ditch the Cocoa Puffs and down some Keebler Sandies instead. Mixed with chocolate syrup? Ooh, why not? When you need a comforting moment for yourself, Keebler Sandies is the perfect treat to keep you going. Each Keebler Sandies shortbread cookie is baked to perfection by the Keebler Elves for a light sweetness and a texture that melts in your mouth. The next time you feel like you're juggling it all, reach for Keebler Sandies shortbread cookies to enjoy a simple moment of comfort. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals and that's exactly what you'll get. They can help you find work in any industry. With just one interview at Express, you have a connection to endless jobs. Whether you want a contract job, a new full-time role, or a summer job, choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has more than 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit ExpressPros.com today to find a location near you. Writer, I was listening to the Sally and Barbie podcast on our way home, on my way home from location scouting. Why does your microphone sound like you're recording on a potato? Does it? Me? I look at your microphone every time and I think, what a beautiful it's, microphone. Yeah, it's no, gorgeous. I've gotten, I've gotten some comments I saw even on Instagram. So I, I need a new microphone, I guess. What should I get? What do you guys have? Why do you have such good microphones? And I This don't. is just a Sure microphone, but I the don't... The Sure is pretty good. I don't recommend the stand. It like, doesn't really fit in here. It's really... And it's super annoying, but... 
This is a good microphone, but I mean, Will's microphone is. What is yours? And my, for the record, my I have I have I have what's called an M- MXL nine thousand, mm, and sounds that sounds like, like fancy dancy. Yeah. It's not like literally something like twenty five years ago. Jason Marsden gave this to me as a gift, and it was like one hundred and forty dollars. So wow. it's not. That's why they always say all the voiceover actors say you find a mic that loves your voice, so you don't have to spend a whole ton of money to get something that sounds good. I'd like to very what briefly... What Mike doesn't what? like your voice? But yeah. I mean, obviously that's my case. I was going right? to say it's- yours, apparently, because I want to go back to Danielle talking about the amazing analogy of why does it sound like you're recording on a potato? <laughs> <laughs> Which I think is pretty great. Well... <laughs> well, when we put out videos for our live show yes. and I did a video He was of also myself. recording on a potato. Everybody <laughs> just ripped me apart. <laughs> well, you did. It, it did. Looked it so bad. It well, did. It looked like you should have been holding today's paper, going like, "They're treating me well." <laughs> um, I actually shot the- it from my computer, which is what this is recording on. And I think my computer camera is just horrible. It just looks like crap. Wow. Um, what kind of computer are you? Are you running on a uh, like like a Dell? <laughs> Hey, Wait, what this you, is coming what you, from you. You don't even own Apple a computer. QGS. Excuse <laughs> me. I'm, I'm, I've got a very, I'm, I'm on a very nice Mac setup here in my, and it's it's the, a nice uh, desktop and everything in my beautiful wow. little room. Nobody <laughs> said it looked like I was being held hostage, Ryder. Yeah, I need. I, I could use an equipment upgrade. That's that's probably true. Okay. But yeah, I have to get a new mic. I have to get if a new mic. If size of microphones matters, you've got an Mine's awesome microphone. Gorgeous. It yeah, looks no, like I it goes for another five feet. I actually past think the, the bigger shot. problem is the room. I think yeah. I just have a big, wow. you know, it's just an open yeah, 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 yeah. office. In the chat yeah. from Tara, they're willing to get you a new mic. <gasps> yes, what? please. That would be awesome. Okay. Tara, send me a new mic. Great. Now uh, Ryder is frozen. And now he's frozen. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes, we're talking about your technology. It's so you perfect. Are You're totally just frozen, frozen with kind of this perplexed look on your face. Like, I, I wonder why my computer doesn't work. Hold on, I'm taking a picture. I'm taking a picture. If it stays frozen. I'm still there, frozen. Yes, you're still you're there, still frozen. Fro- but you can you hear look- me perfectly fine. Oh, yeah, fine. we can I hear can you. Hear- <laughs> you guys are actually frozen for me, too. What uh, oh, wait, uh, there wait, you go. You're, a little, you're, oh, you're there. choppy, but you're here. Hi. There you go. Hi. You guys are still frozen for me. Look at how you froze. At me. It's just you. It's just you. Perfect. It looks like a passport photo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? Like, it's not awful, but it's not great. Right. It's like that kind of thing. Well, <laughs> listen, guys, I... If this is any, this this was wonderful pre-show chatter, but I actually really enjoyed it. Um, Welcome to Pod Meets World. I'm Danielle Fischel. I'm Ryder Strong. And I'm Will Friedell. So today we are going over season one, episode 15, Model Family. It originally aired February 4th, 1994. And the synopsis is that Corey comes to realize that nobody's family is perfect when he and his classmates are assigned to work together as a cohesive family, all while Eric attempts a career in modeling. Wow. This is a fun episode for me. Yeah, me too. This is a fun episode. This is the lobster episode. (laughs) Yep. This is also the first time Marsden was on. This is a great this is a great episode. Yeah. Yeah. That was first season. I thought this was the second season episode for some reason. Mm. I also remember Kathy Ireland being in a lot more of this episode than she was. Oh, she really? Had like five lines. No, but she had like five a... lines in this thing. Really? She's yeah. like three scenes. Yeah, I don't know. I, 
I was yeah, surprised. It, I was like, she'd have oh, a he's... line here or there, and that like I in my head for some reason we had like all these scenes together, and we did all the yes because you were so excited. Well, also you were you were probably working because I think everyone in the well, actually, no, I take it back. Corey and Sean are in it. I was going to say they weren't maybe we shooting. And they, yeah, yeah, they're all, you guys no. are all in it. So yeah. Yeah, you couldn't have been shooting, but it, but I'm, I'm assuming Kathy Ireland's presence is, uh, was just a big deal. was a big deal. You know, I didn't, I don't think I even knew who she was, but I, what I remember, and I, it's going to be funny as we go through these seasons of these episodes, whenever there's a swing set, I remember the episode so much better. Mm. Whenever it was a new oh, set interesting. that came in, it's like this mall, right? They had to build yeah. that just yeah. for this week. And yeah. so the episode is way more imprinted on my memory because it was just a different space. You know, yeah. it's hard to remember. Like at this yeah. point, all the classroom scenes feel like, oh yeah, we are always there this doing is, something. Yeah. This is the first swing set we see in the season, right? I believe so. So a sw- let's it? explain what a swing set is, Ryder. Yeah. So a swing set, well, actually, did I use the terminology correctly? Yeah, you did. A swing set is something yeah. built just for that week. It it's swings a, in yeah, and set. it swings out. Right. So it's just a, it's just a, you, you, you know, I think first season, this might be our only one, but certainly in later seasons, you know, we would have um, locations that would just be built for one episode or two episodes, like, you know, the uh, ski lodge for when that yeah. comes up in the season llama six. Pen. Or whatever. The llama pen. <laughs> Right. <laughs> the llama pen we all forgot about. Yep. Um, yeah. So, but, and, you know, I, I think actually it's a really, a it's a big budgetary concern. So mm-hmm. I have a feeling in our first season, we didn't get many. Yeah. We didn't no. have many swing sets because yeah. they're, you know, they're expensive and it takes a lot. So that's why, like, I, it was, I was actually thinking about this when you guys followed, when you tailed the parents to La Bougia, that episode. Yes. Yeah. I was like, why didn't they just go? Like in later seasons, we probably would have had a scene sure. at a restaurant, but but of course, we probably didn't have the budget approval from the network at that point to do a whole restaurant. Yeah. Because then you have to have extras. You have to build a whole set. It's a whole thing. Um, but it's interesting that we did get this mall. And I don't think we use it again. I think this is the only time. The minute I saw it. It was a little it. jarring, too, when we get to it, when it was like they cut to a, a mall. Like yeah. when, at first. I and we were just, the same well, color thing. wise, it's very weird because it's like this bright white space. It's a kind of a weird set. Yeah. Totally takes you out of the show for a second because you're just not used to cutting away from anything. It's like, oh, right. that's not the school or the house. Yep. What's happening? That's exactly and what happened. Yeah. Person. Jason's and there's a new person. Jason. Yeah, that guy. we've established. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, it was it was uh, this show was there was a lot going on in this show, frankly. Yeah. Yes, there was. Yeah. So the director was David Trainer. Writers were Ed Decker and John Strauss. And as guest ca- guest cast, we had Jason Marsden as Jason Marsden. Jason Marsden. <laughs> it's the first of his nine appearances on the show. We had Kelly Packard as Tracy, and she was best known later as Tiffany on the Saved by the Bell spinoff California Dreams. Mm-hmm. I she was loved super sweet. California Dreams. She came on a couple times. She did a few episodes for us. Oh, okay. a few Boy Meets Worlds. Yeah, Can this we was go not back her a second. Yeah. Jason was only in nine episodes of Boy Meets. It's World. amazing, only? isn't it? It seemed like I, a lot more. Oh my god! If you asked me, I would have thought like twenty five. I like, thought three yeah. off the. Oh my God, no. But I guess it was just because he was always there. He was, he was there, probably yeah. also just hanging out as a friend. Cause, yeah, because yeah. he, was, he was my best friend. So we were, he, but we, you he guys was hadn't there. met before this episode, right? No, we did. Life? We met. Yeah, no, we did. We oh, met right, because we auditioned again That's for, you right. know, and he got almost home and then we auditioned and, and I got this. And right. again, I don't know if I told this story, but the night I got Boy Meets World, my dad and I to celebrate, we went to this amazing place called City Walk in Universal where oh, it's yeah. like the Girl, cool, it's City all Walk. neon and there's, you know, great, cool restaurants and it's like 
hugely hip, especially when you're 15, 16. It's not like bars. It's not clubs. It's just like, let's go to City Walk. It's an outdoor mall, basically. It's an outdoor mall, but it's like a cool, hip outdoor mall. And there's this big hill to walk up toward to it when you're coming to the Universal side. Literally the night I got Boy Meets World, I'm walking up and there's Jason Marsden with two of his friends walking down. And I'm with my dad and Jason. I have a big smile and I go, hey, it's good to see you again, man. And he goes, yeah. And he turned to his two friends and he went, this is the prick that stole my job. And to this day, my dad still laughs hysterically because my, my parents have since then called him number four. We, I have two brothers and they've called Jason number four. So he's been, you know, in my, fam- my life yeah. since I was 16. And so the, my dad to this day, I remember when you said the prick who stole my job. That's still one of the funniest <laughs> ah! things. So that and we were just friends after that ever since. He was the only person I knew in Los Angeles at that point other than the cast. So we, he would show me around and take me out. And it was. Yeah. Thank, I, I thank God for Jason all the time because he was my age and like. Yeah. But he we, was a seasoned pro, right? Oh, man. Like you he, can even see it in this episode, his acting chops, like his comedy yep. timing. Yeah. And he I just remember looking up to him as like such an expert yep. in like all things actory. Like he was yeah. such a like Hollywood insider actor. He had been on like um everything. He just never turned yeah. down a job. No. He was always booking stuff from I no. don't even know. How old was he when he started? He must ten. have been. Of course he was 10. 10. I think, course, yeah, he was 10. Right? Ro- Robot Jocks. He, he was, just was the worked, f- first movie um, that he did. Robot Jocks. I yeah. love that movie. Yeah. Oh my god, that's I him. Well, no, no if you think you think he's a pro, this will this will really blow your mind. So I'm not sure you remember this. He replaced somebody that played yes. my best friend. Oh yeah, he the showed up whole on the day. week. He showed up on the day for this yep. episode and did that for, for this, this episode. episode. Yeah, that was, was that somebody morning. He Jason. had gotten the script. You yeah. guys really buried the lead here. Yeah. Oh yeah, Jason. He Jason, showed up on tape day. And on did this performance. And did that. And did this performance. And yep. we were all like, oh. And that, I think that's probably why I have this, like, overwhelming, like, memory yep. of Jason just being a pro. Yeah. Like, he showed up. And what had happened is they had written it for him because Michael Jacobs had produced Almost Home with Jason. They'd written this part, literally named the character Jason, but he couldn't do it for whatever reason. And then yeah. something happened where he could suddenly do it. His schedule freed up. And so they fired the other guy who had been there all week. Yeah. Jason came in and started taping. And it was like, yeah. knew all of his lines. Like, And I just remember being in awe of him. I just remember look, yeah. like thinking, oh well, my gosh, this is a, this is how to be. He was it was also pro. seeing the, 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 the differences between him and the other actor. The other actor yeah. came in and was playing it like almost angry. For, and and Jason comes in with all this lightness and is finding jokes where I was like, oh, that was a joke. Oh, that was a joke. Like you're finding things that the other actor just didn't. And it yeah. was it turned the whole thing around. And I was like, oh, this and any actor who works with somebody really good makes you better. Yeah. So I know that he like, thank God he was there. I'm sure it made my performance that much better. But he he walked in and he did that on the day. Wow. Yeah. Crazy. So other guest cast, Stephanie Dicker as Aaron, Matt Kirkwood as our photographer, yeah, and he was one we'll of our stand-ins. Yep. He was there for all seven years. Yeah, mm-hmm. I wonder how many times he showed up on screen. I, I, th- I was surprised to see him here. I was like, oh, even in oh, first I remember season, he was stories getting about this. When we get to the scenes, I remember, I remember a story about this where he okay. was terrified at one point. I'll tell you no. what. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then Christopher Kyer, upcoming Pod Meets World guest as yes. mall announcer. Um, so he was our dialogue And then he also coach. walks by in the scene exactly. as an extra. Yes, so he's the yeah. voice of the mall announcer, but then he's also very featured on camera. He's a very yeah. featured. We'll talk about that when we get to it, if I can remember I where that. it is. It's in the mall. Um, it is. So we start our recap in Mr. Feeney's classroom. The class is watching a scene from Leave It to Beaver, where Beaver is reciting a poem. 
Mr. Mm. Feeney asks the class how they feel June and Ward handled their their family problem. And Sean says they were too perfect. Corey agrees, saying it was too TV. To Corey's surprise, Mr. Feeney agrees and begins his lesson for the day. He explains that in the 50s, the modern family was seen as a mom, a dad, and two kids. So in this assignment, four students, the only four students who speak in the class. Of course. <laughs> Everybody else read a book or something. Entertain <laughs> yourselves. Are, uh, are going to become a family, and they're going to work to become ideal family members. So Feeney quickly pairs Sean and Minkus together as brothers in hope of making each other the ideal brother. And then and we do our hands. The flap, double hand slap. slap. Uh-huh, yep. Which is very cute. Famous moment. Yeah. And we yep. also hear Nerdorama. Oh, oh that's what I wrote down. Okay. I couldn't read oh. my own writing. I thought it said modernization. And I was like, what does that mean? Modernization. Yeah, Nerdorama. That's, that's line nerd-orama. Is modernization. <laughs> exactly. It's so dated. It's like the most 90s thing. Yeah. Nerdorama. I think it's I, I think. It's a yeah, Rob Schneider no, from exactly. SNL reference. Oh, is yeah. it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Know you know, it's a Mick and Copy. Is that exactly? The, no, Mick is, and yeah. Copy. Mick and Copy is the copy. Oh, isn't that funny? I had no clue. I probably yeah. had no clue while I yeah, was Yeah, you probably it. didn't know it then. Yeah. No. But no. that makes it even more 90s dated because it was taken from a straight up like, oh my, it was, they might as well have been going, what's up? Like, <laughs> well, we was, do, we do. You, <laughs> you say dough later. Yeah, you also you rip say dough. Mm-hmm. I then, threw that while well, we into that too. Yeah, that's, okay. there's a whole story it, behind that as well. Oh, is there? Wow. Yeah, Man, yeah. You are so full many of full of stories. Um, Again, this was an important episode for me. It was yeah. like it is Kathy a big Ireland and Jason Marsden, and yeah, it was a, like and, a lot about and me. A lobster and, yeah. suit in the butter. Oh, we'll get into all that. I'm telling <laughs> um, you. I, this whole Leave It to Beaver thing is kind of strange. I, I, I didn't remember this at all. Like, I didn't that we actually. Because I've heard, I feel like Boy Meets World has been referred to as kind of Leave it to Beaver-ish. Or actually, I guess you hear Happy Days more often. People talk about it being like a sort of 90s Happy Days. But it was interesting that we're like being meta and self-referential, which obviously later when Bill makes this big laugh line at the end. But I was like, I didn't remember this. I I, I thought I literally clicked on the wrong thing to start the stream. (laughs) I was like, why is it starting as a black and white TV show? Well, then the Boy Meets World credits start. And I have to tell you, Jensen said before we went to bed, got to be honest, the credits are growing on me. (laughs) Oh, God. It's like Stockholm Syndrome. By the time you've been through 15 episodes, you kind of need it. Indy let me skip him. Wow. Indy was like, yeah, it's okay. Did we get into too much shirts today? Uh, we don't. I'm oh, sorry. Okay. He no. does, he's not yeah. into it, and we only want him no, to no, do no, it. No, no, we've, we've, we've done some. I just didn't get around to like completely editing it. And, and But, you know, it's interesting. He doesn't have much to say anymore. He's mm. much more like, he's actually like feeling meh about Boy Meets World. Right, now. right. Wow. And I'm like, he's had oh, enough. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, so. I hate to tell you this, Ryder, but, uh, and I'm going to do a shameless plug for my other podcast, I Hear Voices, but I've had a thought of wanting to bring Indy onto I Hear Voices to hear him do some voice stuff. Oh, I'm sure he would, he would have so, so much fun with to, that. Love to have him just come and play. I think that'd be that'd be all neat. Right. And that's all, all right. he'd have to do is just come and do voices and sounds and all that stuff. And I think oh, it'd be a, that's I think it'd be a ton of fun. So yeah, we'll <laughs> awesome. get to that. When it comes to Pod Meets World, we're synonymous with two things: watching our younger selves on a TV show from 30 years ago and loving Hyundai. If we could, we would take Hyundai to prom. Technically, Hyundai is more visible on this show than Topanga. The first ever fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. With up to a 303-mile range, available two-way charging, and other category-defining features, the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5 is one of the most teched-out electric vehicles ever. Say teched-out again. Nope, that was a one-time show. Snooze, you lose. Well, either way, the Hyundai Ionic 5 is a tech-forward electric SUV. 
The standard ultra-fast charging capability gives you an 80% charge in just 18 minutes when using a 250-plus kilowatt DC fast charger. So that means your car won't die out like the Matthews family vehicle on New Year's Eve forcing you to miss out on kissing supermodel Rebecca Alexa in front of all of Philadelphia. And with available two-way charging, you can charge larger electronic equipment inside and outside the car. Backyard or side yard. Hyundai, it's your journey. Learn more at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. 2024 Ionic 5 rear-wheel drive has an EPA-estimated driving range of up to 303 miles. Actual range will vary with options, driving conditions and habits, vehicle and batteries condition, and other factors. Available in limited quantities and select states only. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, Jewelry that makes you look like the gem. Or sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by the experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job, not a website, but a person in your community that would help you for free? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you or download the Express Jobs app to get started. With a wide range of opportunities in a variety of industries, from welding to sales, forklift operator to customer service, the team at Express is ready to help you or someone you know take the next career step. Whether you're looking for a contract job for the summer or a new full-time role, turn to Express Employment. Interviewing with Express Employment professionals can be as easy as a phone call. And one application with Express puts you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Don't go in your job search alone. Visit ExpressPros.com today. It's 2024 and stress is already everywhere. Deadlines at work. Your kid's screaming at you. Non-stop traffic. The world is ending. That's a big jump there, Ryder. Yeah, sorry, kind of true. Yeah, well, when we want to get away from the struggles of everyday life and have some comforting me time, we break into some Keebler Sandies. Let's say it's finals week and Mr. Feeney has scheduled all of the tests into one day. How will Topanga find a comforting moment to herself? Go to the mall? Not with this hair. Play guitar with her father, Jedediah? Depends on which Jedediah. Bite into some delicious Keebler Sandies? Exactly. Keebler Sandies are buttery shortbread cookies made with simple ingredients. And each Keebler Sandies cookie is baked to perfection by the adorable Keebler elves for a light sweetness and texture that melts in your mouth. God bless those little Keebler elves. When you need a comforting moment for yourself, Keebler Sandies is the perfect treat that will keep you going. So, the next time you feel like you're juggling it all, reach for a Keebler Sandy shortbread cookie to enjoy a simple moment of comfort. Tell the elves Pod Meets World sent ya. They're real. I've seen them. 
So we're in the Boy Meets World credits, and then we are at the mall. It's well, which is I want to so talk strange. about before we get to the the, the credits event. Uh, Bill writing on the board. I think this is the first yes. time we've seen Feeny write on the board, mm-hmm. and it was cool to be like, "Oh, that's Bill's actual handwriting, yeah, right?" Which I, we yeah. never see. It's so yeah. funny. I thought that too because our prop master's handwriting is impeccable. You've seen it yes. in other sets. It's uh, in other yes. in other classroom scenes where it's all capital letters, very straight, very even. It was beautiful, and then to see. Bill Wright himself have yep. to write something, yeah. yeah. And it was kind of tension building, right? Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, is he? He has like a moment of hesitation. And I was like, yeah, because well, he's not I used think to it's, it. it's one of those. It, well, I think things. it's not just that. If you notice, what he does is he stops and looks at the chalk, like something's yeah. wrong with the chalk, and he adjusts the chalk for the second word. Oh, okay. I thought he was just making sure he was spelling it right or something. Like he, but you could just tell, like you know, it's one of those actor things. If you're playing a teacher, you're you're not comfortable writing on a board. Well, he's also like, talking and it. writing, and he's talking yep. longer than he's writing, so he's actually writing something on the board that aren't the words coming out of his mouth, which yeah. is like. Using yep. the different well, I parts of your ben brain. Had a really hard time with this during Girlmates World too. It was, yeah, it was always a pain. It was like anytime you have to write on the board and talk, it's like it's yeah, it's just a weird brain disconnect. Yeah. Do you do uh, stupid question just because you you well, Ryder? I guess you would know more because you have a child of this age. Are chalkboards still in use? Is that nope. still a thing? No, no not at all. No, no, nope. don't see. Him. I mean. Yeah, I mean, we have one at our house, if that you know, but it's kind of well, like of a stylistic thing. But you mean in like a classroom? Yeah, like a classroom setting. Is a, is there a teacher at a chalkboard anymore? Is that even you a know, thing? No, it's dry erase or smart boards. What's a smart board? Like a like, like a, a like touch a, screen you can touch wow, and like pull things like around. Star and, Trek. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, they don't have that in Connecticut, but here we go. <laughs> you know what? I got a call from the governor. I know. I'm going to, I don't even, I love He and or she is pissed because I, I don't really know just who like it is making right fun now. of you. <laughs> I just like making fun of you. Okay. I know. And I like so it. we are at the mall. It is All a right. full mall setup. Eric and we get the introduction of Jason Marsden. They are in the food court trying to pick up girls. Yep. Put them in a hood and throw them on the set. There you That's go. That's what they did. They are playing wow. a game where they pretend not to notice the girls, but really they are very much noticing them. And Jason prays that it will happen uh, after Jason prays that it will happen to him. A woman, Kathy Ireland, playing Alexis, approaches Eric and says she's had her eye on him. And Eric freezes. Talk about a setup, by the way. Oh, he, man. Like, goes on a beat, like line for line, what she ends up saying. Like, this is the yeah. classic sitcom setup, yeah, right? Like, oh, please don't make this happen. And then yeah. this happens. Or please make this. I mean, what? a new character being given, like, you, you they a throw monologue. in Jason and then they throw him, like, right into you're the setup, you're the guy, you're doing that. And it's like, he took it and ran. Yeah. Because yeah. that's, I mean, normally it's like I, Eric would be talking and, oh, here's my friend Jason. Let's kind of introduce him. And instead, they just boom. It's Jason. Which yeah. Is, yeah, they gave Jason the big laugh there. They did, yeah, which he earned. It was awesome. Yeah. So Alexis introduces herself after calling Eric handsome, and Eric forgets his mm. name. Uh, Jason then coughs Eric twice until Eric still doesn't hear it. So he finally just says Eric. Eric. Uh, Jason tries to talk to her, but she goes right back to Eric to ask if he wants to be a professional model. Jason makes Eric choose between him or Alexis, but Jason quickly realizes the answer, what the answer is going to be, and he walks away. 
You know what I remember? So I remember going to Michael Jacobs and him saying to me, well, I wasn't going to, but we were talking about something. And he said, is there, you know, if you, anything you want? And I said, I- I'd love to meet a supermodel. I remember saying that. I'd love Are to meet serious? a supermodel. Yes. Really? I said, I'd love to meet a supermodel. So you think you started in the 90s. Well, I know I did because he told me. He came up and he goes, we got you, Kathy Ireland. And I was like, what? So in the 90s, you're like oh 15, 16. You have supermodels on your wall. Yeah. Like that's, it was the car. You had a car. the most Eric that you, so you actually were very I little like Eric, Eric at this yeah. point. I did. Totally but it gets worse in the supermodel. because I said, I was like, oh my God, I get to meet Kathy Ireland. I had a poster of her on my wall. Like it was the coolest thing. And the day before I was going to meet her, I got this weird breakout thing on my face that like took over part of my face. And throughout the entire week I worked with her just seemed to progressively get bigger. So it was just like it and was if it like for that you might have married Kathy. Right. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. No, that it was just the, I remember I even that you were time, so concerned about it. Thinking to myself like of like of course, of course it's got to be there's got to be something cuz it can't all be perfect. You so were it's got to be like boy, but by the way, you had really was, great skin. Yeah. I not that week. Oh, um, and I remember Arlene Grayson, God bless her, what, like she came into the to the school, we were doing something and she walked out, and as she walked out, she must have walked by the makeup people, and she doesn't didn't know that I was kind of right behind her. And she leaned in, and she's like, don't forget, you need to check Will. There's something on his face. And then walked by, and I was just like, oh, man, yeah. Arlene so Grayson, was, let's explain who Arlene uh, was. We've talked about Arlene. She was our Arlene. producer. and uh, she, amazing producer. Yeah. She was so sweet. Such a Beloved. sweet woman. She passed away at the end of the first season. Yeah. Yeah. Between season one and season two, somewhere around there. It was either was season one and season two or season two and season three. I, know. I can't remember time which is, one. Time is hard for me. But yes. I want to was... say she was there for the second season, wasn't she? Wow. See, I mean, I would have said end of first season, but yeah, I feel like my memory, like, I think I've completely collapsed first and second season. Me too. Some of the things we discovered doing this podcast. So I, I think I she no was there anymore. the first two, but I could there be wrong. There is an episode okay. somewhere after she passed where we did, it's dedicated to Arlene Grayson. Right. It was season. It was either it was the season, whole season. It was episode whole season. one, season two, or episode yeah. one, season three. Yeah. And I know that it was when Lily was gone too, because everyone thought that it was like Lily that had she passed had passed away. Right. That was the internet so rumor or whatever. We will so, find wow. out. It's either at the beginning of season nope. two or it's at the beginning yeah. of season three. So I wonder if that dedication is included on the streaming. Episodes. I think it is. I think it it's on the DVDs. It I mean, I know oh, it, it was on. The, yeah, it was on the it's DVDs. It's like officially part of the credits. Yeah. That's yeah, cool. I remember that, which is which is very sweet. But yeah, it was. Oh, she was such a nice woman. But yeah, there's Kathy Island, and she couldn't have been nicer. Yeah, she was the sweetest woman in the world, and we talked like most of the week, and it, she was just really cool. I remember like her being very very cool. So her yeah. her date of death was June first, nineteen ninety five, which means she died between season two and season three. Arlene Grayson, Arlene not Grayson, Kathy Ireland, not who Kathy is still Ireland. alive and well. Yes, <laughs> correct. Okay. Arlene. Okay. So, so between two and three. yeah, I'm pretty sure it's yeah. between season two and season three, but we'll know when we yeah. get there. Um, so still no belt, by the way, to get back into the scene. You Eric have, still a have a belt later with your leather I do, vest. But n- not there. Yeah, I know. With the leather vest. Oh, geez. Also a turtleneck. Yikes. Okay. Yikes. We're in the Matthews kitchen. Corey, Sean, Minkus, and Topanga are working on their class assignment. Corey reads the very spiritual script that Topanga wrote for him, but Corey says, I'm not a Navajo. Corey hands Topanga his script and says his model wife won't care how dirty his room gets and will always win at video games. She also plays street hockey at any time, day or night. The four of you were so good together. It's a fun scene. So fun. Again, and I know we harp on this every week, why you would change that dynamic and get rid of Lee, I have no idea. I don't know. But the four of you are so 
different and and interesting and work yeah. so well together mm-hmm. with the different personalities yeah. that why any note would be we've got to change that I will never understand. Yeah, yeah. I no, don't. This was get a fun it. scene. I remember doing this too. Like once once we were in it, I was like, oh yeah, this is also the probably the most popular GIF of me I've ever seen on the internet when. When you say, why don't you just marry Sean? Yeah, and you make and that face. And it comes face. to me with my eyebrow going up. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen, like, seen that all over the internet. Like, yeah. so much. It's a weird, like, and I never knew which one it was from. It's also a um, very famous line the that Ben says. The, then our children would ben look her, like horses. Our children yeah. would look, yeah. So yeah. It, it's also, it's a very famous line because it was an opportunity where if a homophobic joke was going to be made, it could have been mm. made. And it wasn't. And so people have often commented that it's like a really great moment for a, huh. a, a, a for young kids where when she says, you know, Topanga is not asking in a way of like, why, why wouldn't you two guys get married as if it were gross? It's just why don't you marry him? It sounds like a good pa- um, good match. And Corey looks at you and there's no like, ew, gross. We're boy. Right. It's none of that. It's just right. our kids would look like horses. Um, yeah. And so people have commented. It's like it's a it's a famous well, what does line. What does it even mean? Like, I don't understand. I don't, I think, don't it, I think it's funny I think words it's put, just in, put the in a idea, row. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I think maybe yeah. because, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. No. I just think it's. But it is actually kind of funny where it's like. Oh, it yeah. yeah, no, I yeah. mean, but it's because it, it, it's like obviously some sort of kid logic. Like, right. But why would yeah. the kids look like? I don't no know. Like, is it a reference to the way no. I look or the way he looks? Like, I don't. Is it a joke that I'm. Like, am I horse-faced or something? No, <laughs> no, it is not. I don't think it's Not you. at all, I Ryer. think it's his. No, I'll rub your snout and tell you Thank you're you. just fine. Thank you. No, I think. <laughs> no, I mean, obviously, I'm, I'm joking. Like, I don't know. I just didn't know. Like, I guess it's just a non I don't think there is. It's just yeah, kind of a random. Think, yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But, right. I'm asking because, honestly, um, my son asked me. Indy was like, what, what does that mean? I was like, well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. He's like, why sure. would your kids look like horses? I'm like, I, I I, don't, I, I can't think have, he was I don't making a joke about <laughs> manly bone structure with manly bone structure. No feminine DNA in it <laughs> okay. would be. Okay. I think I think that's what he was thinking. I, I don't okay. really know. But uh. completely unrelated. Do you want a carrot writer? Yeah. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> just remember, Daniel, we've talked about this. Hold your fingers back yeah, I know. or nips. I just, you have to be yeah. really careful. I have baby carrots. Oh, my God. So Minkus gives Sean 40 pages of how a brother would act, and Sean throws it away. Very rudely. I love what Minkus (laughs) says, though. I love because I have friends that are only children, and they do dream about what it would be like to have a sibling. So I love that they threw that in where it's like, I've thought about about this this a lot of how I want it. It's all Andy ever talks about. He wants a a brother or sister. Oh, man. Well... We're all like, all right, we're (laughs) Okay, all right. Then Eric walks in. (laughs) Eric walks in. He poses on the countertop and he says, don't hate me because I'm beautiful. Which is arguably my my most famous gif of of all time is this, is is the don't hate me because I'm beautiful. Okay. Yeah. 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 A lot of this is an important this scene. Yeah. yeah. This and is an Will, important the scene. way you come in, the way you throw yourself onto the counter, it's <sighs> so, so natural good. and so <laughs> easy. I really buy that you live in that house. Like I buy that you're mm-hmm. that you live there. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I love it. That's this this was a lot of fun. I remember this. I remember this whole episode was so much fun doing. So Eric says um, he was discovered at the mall, but Corey, Sean, and Topanga tell Eric he got scammed, but Minka says no. It's not a scam. He was also discovered at the mall. (laughs) 
And then Eric realizes he did, in fact, get scammed. So that is we were at the table read and just I wasn't even sure I said it out loud when Minka says, I, too, I just went, don't like and the room exploded. And it was in the script when we got back to the stage. Like they re- they actually it was the first time I remember just adding. randomly adding something at a table read. And then it made it. And I so, it was like, oh, man, it's in this. Like, I did that. I did that word. And so That's it was funny. ended up in the script. And then Rusty did it during the table or during the run through. He added his. Yeah. And they laughed again. One. And they oh added God. that as well. See, so keep it building was, on each other. Yeah. Yeah. We did. It was so cool. But I remember that. Yeah. So I remember the. the, the OK, so moment. there's the dough. But then there's also the I'll be back reference. Yes. Act. Little Schwarzenegger like, wow. action Little Schwarzenegger, there. Yeah. yeah it's That yeah. was great. I didn't and a conver- show and then was if so referential. I know. They come in, the, the parents come in, and uh, I, I was so honored that then when they're pulled out of the kitchen, not to jump ahead a little bit, but when they're pulled out of the kitchen, it's a conversation about Eric. Yeah. It's about, yes. par- it's about parenting Eric, Your which I thought was really cool. daddy knows you exist. Daddy sees me. <laughs> TV Love daddy me, daddy. Sees me. TV daddy sees me. <laughs> so, yeah, it was, it was like, oh, wow, they're having, it's like not about the star of the show. They're having a private conversation about one of their other kids. I thought okay, that was kind of cool. Okay, now you feel seen, so now we don't have to hear about it for a few episodes, maybe, that you're the forgotten. I feel seen now. <laughs> okay. we'll, I feel we'll seen now. The belt, though. Yeah, uh, the belt's a whole different story. <laughs> so Morgan walks in, and she has the greatest Eagle starter jacket. I It's got to be so small, but I want that jacket she's wearing. Um, and she says, Eric, girls are going to dump you all your life. So get over it because she thinks that's why you're face down on the counter. Corey snitches and Alan and Amy find out that Eric spent $90 on modeling photos. Amy pulls Alan outside to explain that Eric should be able to make his own mistakes with his own money. Amy says, trust your t- child and let them fail. Eric comes out and he says he feels awful. He's going to go back to the mall and he's getting his money back. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. So then we are at the mall. Eric and Jason return. They're ready to get a refund for the scam. But before he gets really into it, Oh, so he he actually, he hands his wallet to Jason. He says, please don't let me give her any more of my money. <laughs> Get more of my money. So cute. Yeah. And he, sure enough, is um, seems to be swayed by her beauty. Uh, Alexis asks Eric if he wants a modeling job at the mall that pays $50. And if he does well, they may ask him back. Because my first thought was, well, $50 isn't even the $90 that you spent. That you right. spend. I the same so thing. Yeah. But yeah. the idea of it's my first and if I do really yeah. well, they're going to pay me that all the time is probably a little more alluring. So he realizes, yep. hmm, maybe it's not a scam. Um, yeah, so that was Kathy Ireland's second scene, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. She's in three yeah. scenes. She's in, she's she's in three part. scenes, but it's like I remembered her like dominating the scene. She'd like walk in and say a few things and then she left. And I was like, oh, is that is that it for the whole scene? Right. Like I remembered it being this whole thing. Your teenage brain was yes, just all was like about all her. Kathy Ireland. <laughs> I was I would go home from the set to a poster size Kathy Ireland on the wall of my oh apartment. Oh my gosh. So yeah. No, not was... in the apartment you had a Kathy Ireland poster? Do you really think that's true? No. Yes, I did. Did I had you did you have her sign yeah. it? No. Wow. I did. Did she sign your arm like Tatiana? Like Graziana Tertiana? <laughs> no, no, no. Nor do we go to run away to a, bl- a brick split level on Oak Street. Darn it. Uh. So then we're back in the Matthews living room. Corey is reading a book titled The Navajo Way, and he talks to his parents about marriage. What's the groan, writer? All the Navajo stuff. We'll get to it when we get to the headdress. But... Okay. Oh, that's, yeah, the headdress. Yeah. Thing is, yeah. <laughs> Eric walks in and says, not only was he not scammed, he's leaving his job at the store and he is going to be a full-time model. He hands Alan his apron back. 
Alan, who wanted to step in, tries to be calm. But Amy says she's letting Alan out of his cage. He can go ahead and get mad now. And Alan throws the newspaper over his head and jumps up and runs out of the room. Alan, I love all this stuff. All this, all the Alan Amy stuff, I think. It's again, just great to watch these yeah. two good I'm actors. I'm trying and not I just, to keep saying how good they are. They're, well, they're so good. But I also just think that it's it's so nice that the show makes their parenting yes. a constant discussion. And I, re, I mean, I'm assuming this goes on for oh, at least a while. But I mean, I forgot about this element of our show, you know, because as yeah. the show went on, we became basically adults on the show. Yeah. Like our characters were so, so that's what I remember is like, you know, Alan, but all this stuff about them not knowing what to do and how to be a parent like, I just love it because that's all you're doing as a parent constantly. Yep. It's like Jeez. looking at each other, being like, I don't know what to do. What do you think we should do? Well, I think we should do this. And like, I just love this dynamic. It's super yeah. fun. And of course, they're good actors. Yeah. But I just forgot all of this. You know, like yeah. if you well, ask me about also, this episode, I would never remember. But it's a full storyline. It's like yeah. their dynamic and who's right and who's wrong. And they go back and forth. They both have good points. Like they're not idiots. Like it's not like idiot dad, right. which I feel like is the the sitcom trope, right? It's of like course. Homer Simpson Smart doesn't mom, know anything. Dad. Marge right. knows everything. Yep. Um, and I feel like that's all, that's kind of been the pattern throughout television history. And in our case, like, no, they both, they get to be funny without one of them being a, yeah. a, a complete butt of the joke. And yeah. that is just yeah. great. Well, the so other reason great. none of us remember this, because I was there with you guys at this time, was anytime it was just adults in a scene, we were in school. Yeah. Right. Right. So we, we didn't watch this. We didn't watch right. them rehearsing or any of that stuff. It was like they do three adult scenes in a row. And so it's like, all right, go grab an hour of school kind of thing. Right. Um, right. So, you know, other than seeing it at a run through, we never we weren't there to beat these things in. So, yeah, it was strange. I had zero memory of this entire episode again. Really? Yeah. Really? Zero. Interesting. Even when you're wearing the Phillies outfit and pretending yeah. to be Ben. Like, Even when you're I'm great because you're great. I have a moment that may be my favorite moment of the season later when we mm -hmm. get to it. But I mm -hmm. uh, did not remember it at all. Not even one yeah. bit. I, I I just and I don't know why. I did remember this one. I remember me too. Most this of these is important yeah, to me. Funny. Yeah, this is an important one. But I, yeah, you were great in this. I thought I all across the board as we're now. What is this? Episode 14, 14 15, 15 six, yeah. four, something like that. Mm hmm. All the acting's getting better. Yeah. 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 We're starting like, to be more like, comfortable. Yes. You can it's you can really start to see it now. This is what I was excited about. I was like, I wonder when I'm gonna start noticing that we're all, like my I'll speak for myself, that I'm starting to mellow and lean into it a bit. And yep. it's now starting to happen where it's like, okay, starting to get there a little bit. We all know our positions in the show, our characters yeah. are yeah. established. We're not yeah. you know, I mean, even like that scene in the kitchen, we don't have to keep excusing why Minkus and Topanga are in the scene. Yeah. You know, it's we're not. I mean, I still make the nerdorama jokes. I wish that yeah. was, you know. But I, eventually, I'm assuming that just goes away because it's like we know who each other are. Yeah. We don't have to keep explaining to the audience yeah. this is who this character is. Yep. We're just able to be in a scene together. And it's funny. Um, and then take it to the next level, which we do in the classroom scene coming up, where we basically imitate one another. Which I think yeah. Well, oh, so oh, oh yeah. God, it's so, so good. Funny. It's so good. Hey everyone, it's Scott Patterson from the I Am All In podcast. Be sure to tune in to the I Am All In podcast and check out my one-on-one -on -one interview with the one and only Jared Padalecki. We catch up on his experience as a series regular on Gilmore Girls, what it was like playing teenage heartthrob Dean Forrester, as well as his successful career following. And of course, we couldn't let him go without asking him the question that is on everyone's mind. Is he Team Dean, Team Jess, or Team Logan? 
Head on over to the I Am All In podcast to listen now. When it comes to Pod Meets World, we're synonymous with two things. Watching our younger selves on a TV show from 30 years ago and loving Hyundai. If we could, we would take Hyundai to prom. Technically, Hyundai is more visible on this show than Topanga. The first ever fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. With up to a 303-mile range, available two-way charging, and other category-defining features, the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5 is one of the most teched-out electric vehicles ever. Say teched out again. Nope, that was a one-time show. Snooze, you lose. Well, either way, the Hyundai Ionic 5 is a tech Ford electric SUV. The standard ultra-fast charging capability gives you an 80% charge in just 18 minutes when using a 250-plus kilowatt DC fast charger. So that means your car won't die out like the Matthews family vehicle on New Year's Eve, forcing you to miss out on kissing supermodel Rebecca Alexa in front of all of Philadelphia. And with available two-way charging, you can charge larger electronic equipment inside and outside the car. Backyard or side yard. Hyundai, it's your journey. Learn more at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. 2024 Ionic 5 rear-wheel drive has an EPA-estimated driving range of up to 303 miles. Actual range will vary with options, driving conditions and habits, vehicle and batteries condition, and other factors. Available in limited quantities and select states only. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, Jewelry that makes you look like the gem. Or sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by the experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job, not a website, but a person in your community that would help you for free? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you or download the Express Jobs app to get started. With a wide range of opportunities in a variety of industries, from welding to sales, forklift operator to customer service, the team at Express is ready to help you or someone you know take the next career step. Whether you're looking for a contract job for the summer or a new full-time role, turn to Express Employment. Interviewing with Express Employment professionals can be as easy as a phone call. And one application with Express puts you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Don't go in your job search alone. Visit ExpressPros.com today. It's 2024 and stress is already everywhere. Deadlines at work. Your kid's screaming at you. Non-stop traffic. The world is ending. That's a big jump there, Ryder. Oh, sorry, kind of true. Yeah, well, when we want to get away from the struggles of everyday life and have some comforting me time, we break into some Keebler Sandies. Let's say it's finals week and Mr. Feeney has scheduled all of the tests into one day. How will Topanga find a comforting moment to herself? Go to the mall? Mm, not with this hair. 
Play guitar with her father, Jedediah? Depends on which Jedediah. Bite into some delicious Keebler Sandies? Exactly. Keebler Sandies are buttery shortbread cookies made with simple ingredients. And each Keebler Sandies cookie is baked to perfection by the adorable Keebler elves for a light sweetness and texture that melts in your mouth. God bless those little Keebler elves. When you need a comforting moment for yourself, Keebler Sandies is the perfect treat that will keep you going. So, the next time you feel like you're juggling it all, reach for a Keebler Sandies shortbread cookie to enjoy a simple moment of comfort. Tell the elves Pod Meets World sent ya. They're real. I've seen them. So it continues into the Matthews family living room. Alan and Amy tell Eric he is not going to quit his steady job for one modeling job. They want Eric to really think about what he wants to do. Take your time and decide with logic. So Eric thinks for a second and proudly says, I want to be a supermodel. (laughs) Supermodel. Alan gives us a Homer Simpson dough and uh, (laughs) surprisingly says, "Okay." Corey asks if they're just going to let Eric walk away like that and says that Eric is making a huge mistake. Alan says, yes, he is, but they are going to let him make his own mistakes. Corey then asks, well, if you're going to make one horrible mistake, maybe I can go spend the night at Sean's house on a school night. If And uh, he says, absolutely not. Corey asks, how is he ever going to know how to be a model father if the rules keep changing? And Alan says, ask your wife. Lots of eyebrow raising in this scene. I know. And in this yes. episode. This yes. whole episode. Ben yeah. raises an ben eyebrow. Ben does a very dramatic eyebrow raise. He does. Raise, yeah. And Eric does a very dramatic mm-hmm. eyebrow raise. Mm-hmm. And then you I do, do did mine that became the GIF. Wow. You're right. Wow. Yeah. We're all on an eyebrow kick and a yes. dough kick. Was, and, you a know, dough this eyebrow is, kick, And yes. this is before The Rock, so... I think oh, we start. We I were think way we before started the rock. The rock yeah. yeah, we started it. We That's started the way that you and I, Danielle, figured out that we essentially started selfies. Yeah, we discovered yeah, the, the selfie. We have we, we have disco- a picture we of us. We have them. Yeah, we, we have, have the actual yeah. picture with a film camera and us, uh, yeah. us holding the our. Yeah, we're taking a selfie. Yeah. The people's we eyebrow. Became, okay, we invented that. I'm glad we did that. So yeah. much like m- much like Lindsay Ridgeway invented this podcast, we invented the <laughs> selfie. That's that is correct. Yeah. That's true. So Mr. Feeney's classroom, Topanga is wearing a Phillies jersey. And I don't know what was going on with my hair, but my hair is absolutely wild. It looks like it's cool, it, though. It is cool, but it is wild. It's like <laughs> at the, the the ends are like sticking up in crazy directions. It was really, really crazy. It hair. was cool. I like that. Corey has a Native American headdress on. Sean is adorably dressed like Minkus. And Minkus is dressed like Sean in me- many baggy layers. <laughs> so. Would you like to talk about the headdress? No, nah, we don't need to. I just think not something you would do nowadays. No, right? no, no. Thank, thankfully, this was, this we wouldn't was, do that. This anymore. was an era where the Halloween costume of being a Native American was totally something people did. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, but you would never yeah. see that on a TV show nope. now. No, no. Um, yeah, wouldn't show it now. Um, no. Can we talk a bit about how good writer first you are as the quote unquote nerd? You <laughs> are so stinking adorable. It's great. I should have dressed like that more often. It's actually fitting. You know what's funny is that it's the first time you realize how thin you are. Because right. your clothes are are actually fit. fit. Yes. They fit. I looked at You're you and I was like, a layer. Look, how, look yeah. how small he is. <laughs> uh, but then yeah. me picking up on that and and playing oh, you man. and yeah. run, putting his hands through his hair, like doing the hands through the uh-huh. hair and everything. I know, and what a difference awesome. to Not enough hair Lee. to do it, but he's just doing it. And so. what about Lee with no glasses? A big difference. Yeah. Right. And yeah. seeing right. his face without the glasses on, it was yeah. really, really 
funny. I remember doing this. I remember having so much fun doing this. this. You don't remember scene. doing this, Danielle? I don't. I don't. Oh my god, because you kill me. You tattoo? No, no. It's like you one of my. I remember that you tattoo ever. No. <laughs> oh my god, because it's a callback, right? I mean, it's just. I just love how Corey is such a specific voice, yeah. you know, that's been built up. That we. I mean, we all do, I guess. But the, that one is, I guess, like Corey School. No, no. Do you remember when you yeah. talked about yep. the hair? Yeah. But if my hair, yeah, it's such a good callback. Oh my it was god. Great. Yeah, yep. it's a great. It is. A, it's a. It's a funny callback, and you're you're right. It's that Corey is such a specific voice. You know right away. Okay, she's doing the Corey as a dad. Um. So yeah, Topanga as the perfect mom says Sean cannot get a tattoo, and Ben says a tattoo will be a perfect creative outlet. Minkus rips open his shirt and exposes a massive dragon chest tattoo it's a little like ben affleck's back tattoo but just <laughs> on, on lee norris's chest uh, and did you notice lee is like almost breaking, breaking. He keep yeah. it together he's so he's looking down just trying to hold and it together. he's got that and i wonder if that's because he, well i wonder like that must have we had been rehearsing all week but we had never actually i bet we seen never the saw tattoo yep. probably and i bet you he had kept it hidden yep. and they kept it hidden from us until that moment. exactly oh. and you can tell like lee is so excited to be doing oh, he's this. so excited to be doing it and all of our reactions right or your reaction yeah. to it is <laughs> feels genuine. very genuine yeah, yeah. and yeah. i think maybe my favorite Favorite read I've heard myself do on the show comes when Topanga says, Tep- uh, Stuart, a tattoo. It speaks to me. It speaks, speaks to me. me. The so way I say it speaks to me is like, <laughs> it's like she is so confused by what she's feeling. Yeah. And I yeah. died laughing. I had to watch it twice because I thought it was, uh, oh man, it just that is great. cracked me up. Yeah. You know, so, going and talk back about just, skinny. Yeah. I mean, talk oh, about skinny Lee's with Lee. So I mean, so tiny. Small. It looks like he's got a belt on that's got go. like they had to pull it over and like yes. put in new holes. Yeah, it's like you're such a little guy, small little um, guy. I, I just going back a second. I, I, you know, when you imitate Corey, I just want to point out, like, I think what is so nice about this episode and this scene in particular is it's finally Corey is not the normal one. Corey is not centered in yeah. the in like we are all. We all have a different perspective. We all have a different perspective on each other's character. And I, it's one of the first times that the show is not just saying, well, Corey's obviously the the basic, you know, yeah. Corey is also a voice that gets made fun of by Topanga. Right. And like a voice that then the show, so it's sort of like we're all equal in this matrix of characters that kind of are looking at each other. And I re- I, 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 I enjoy that so much. And I, I think we all enjoyed it as actors too. You can kind of yeah. feel it. And it's a much better way for the show to go. And I, I, I just wanted to point that out because yeah. like, I, yeah. I knew something like shifted in my brain while I was watching this. I was like, this feels better. This feels well, like we're also the direction all we're actually going to end up in. Working together. I don't remember yeah. Ryder having this many scenes with you already. Right. Like where, 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 and you, like later when you come into the mall the and mall, you're talking yeah. to Jason, it's like, hey, like everybody knew everybody. Yeah. And it was, right. we were all part of the group. That's when it started to like really feel good for me because it was like, oh, now everybody's kind of working together. And yeah, yeah it was, an it was cool. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah was and great. imagine it was how great. comfortable Lee was with all of us and feeling like, and yet, and then in just a few short episodes, he gets fired. Oh, God. Just, <laughs> what? Wow. He does. And I still don't get how you look at that, especially that kitchen scene, how you look at that and go, that needs to be changed. Yeah, we, like need, how, we need these people to be older. Yeah, okay, well, that's fine. Make them older. Know, he has, that, how do you not make one joke about how he hasn't older. grown at all? Yeah. Uh, and then you're done. Then you've got you've got so much to do. That Yeah, that's, I don't know. It's 
a shame to me. Corey says they had their family discussion and Minkus broke the rules of no tattoo. Feeney says, well, that's exactly what happens in real families. There is no model household and no model parents. Topanga says you can only judge a family by how much love is in the household. And Feeney explains that TV families aren't real. Corey understands that anyone can sound perfect when you have the best writers in Hollywood (laughs) scripting your words. And then Feeney pauses and says... I wouldn't know. <laughs> I wouldn't know. One Which of is, our first big meta jokes. Yes, joke. our first joke. postmodern self-reference. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know, which is great. And then we are back at the mall. Eric has a girl on each arm as he shows up dressed in all black, a black turtleneck, a leather <laughs> vest, a wow. belt. And yes, I think a belt. the first time Eric wears a belt, apparently it's yes. only for models. Right. Models, of course. only models wear belts. <laughs> what am I, a supermodel? You want me in a belt? <laughs> yeah. And uh, I think you have like leather cowboy boots on. I probably do. I really I don't like recall, them. but I imagine. So you're there for your model photo shoot. Jason, who is the self-proclaimed happy sidekick, is told to make sure the girls are still there at 4 p.m. for his shoot. And then we do an optical flip. And Eric is dressed up as a lobster. uh, (laughs) So first of all, so we were talking about Matt Kirkwood, who's there, who plays the photographer. photographer. So he was our stand-in. Very briefly, for people to know what a stand-in is, when we had to go to school or you had something to do, um, they would still rehearse the scenes without you. And we had other actors that were there that were phenomenal, and they would help block the scenes with you. And they would come in, and they would take your your part, essentially, while you were gone doing something so they could light or they could block or they could, you know, shoot however, set up cameras, however you wanted to do it. And Matt Kirkwood was one of those actors who was there with us for all seven seasons. Mm-hmm. Great guy. And so they said we he was essentially when you would have smaller roles like this, a lot of times they would jump in the the um, stand-ins to do them during run-through or something like yeah, that. So he jumped in, in as the money. photographer. Yeah, so yes. to save money, guest cast, when you have a smaller part, you're not there for all five days of rehearsal. They don't want to pay you for all five days. So they may pay you for two or three days. So you come in like one day right. for a run-through and then you're there to tape your scene and you go home. So during the week when you still need to rehearse that scene, the stand-in will jump in and be that character, which then sometimes leads to them getting the job. Getting the job. job. So Matt got the job. He was all excited and you saw he had that really long flowing Mm -hmm. hair. Perfect. He looks exactly like a photographer. It's great casting. So through the whole week rehearsal, everything, he has his hair like that. And then we go to shoot and he comes out and the hair people had put his hair up in a ponytail. And we're about to shoot and I hear Michael off camera, wait, what the hell's going, what the, and walks on stage and is like, all week I'm watching this guy, he's got this great long hair, who did this, who did this? And so uh, Matt is sitting there like, oh my God, what's going to happen? And so he's going to get fired or something? They run in, they redo his hair, he walks out, we finish the first take and he came over to me, he's like, I thought thought he was going to fire me, I thought he was going to fire me right there, I thought I was it, I thought, and I was like, no, I think he was just mad because your hair, but I will never forget that, like you watched the color drain from his his face because he thought he had done something wrong. Even though Michael wasn't yelling at him, he was yelling about him. Right. Right. But it was was still like, oh, man, he was terrified. He was terrified. So that I remember that specifically. It's not like it was hard to get fired on our show. So, yeah, this is true. Also, guys, yelling on sets. Not great. No, no, not 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 a great thing. Not an idea. Not a a nice thing to do. Not a nice. Yeah, we got used to to that, though. Yeah. It's a shame that you just get used to it. Yeah. I used to think that that was totally normal. I know. Yeah. I know. It just becomes white noise a, after a while. In, in order for a, a set to be creative, a, people had to be yelling at each other and screaming about things, which is absolutely not the case. Not true. But um, yeah. 
it was certainly true in our case. I hear about that now, that same kind of argument being made just on a weird tangent about kitchens. What? Like, what? like restaurant, like restaurant kitchens. Oh, 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 where it's right, like, right, right. Yeah, it's like, totally. it's, yeah, uh, right. the chef is yelling all the time. And then you get other chefs yes. that are like, you absolutely don't have to do you that. You do yeah. not have to do that. Yes, yeah. you can have creative yeah. differences and settle them yeah. politely. And yeah, you can also respect. be a leader and be in yes. charge without screaming without have, at people. Oh my God. Yeah, yes. absolutely. I mean, the so, amount of yeah. directors I've worked with who have proven that yeah. um, yeah. over the years. But, you know, at this age, I did not understand that. I thought, no. uh, I thought yelling and stomping your foot and screaming about how correct you were uh, was a sign of uh, tortured genius of some sort or yeah. like uh, uh, the way that, you know, you communicated your message. It's yeah. absurd. That that when it's actually just kind of a weakness. That's all oh, it's it is. Yeah. Greatest weakness. It's yeah. It's pathetic. Yeah. yeah. But that's well. So that's what. Yeah, that's what happened. And the poor man thought he was going to be fired because they put his hair yeah. in a ponytail. Yeah, because that's what happens when people yep. are screaming on a set. And yep. if you've heard us talk about the optical flip, this is a perfect example of it. <laughs> he optical says, flip. "Make optical sure flip. they're here when I model, and then we optical flip." And he's dressed as a lobster. And <laughs> notice the hands, like they're yeah, like hold you your, hands your hands like hands this, just to raise, indicate, so like, you can indicate yes, when you're going to come so back as though. the lobster thing, <laughs> which was the hottest really? costume. It was like oh, I was sweating profusely. My face turned bright red like the lobster suit. It mm. was so hot because they sat me then up on that butter thing <laughs> while they were lighting and I couldn't move because now I'm stuck in the suit in the butt. But and before we get to that, I have other Matt things. Kirkwood was the photographer, so he was couldn't, the sit, in there so for he couldn't you. sit in for <laughs> So it was, uh, but I, so here's my question. So okay. I'm the lobster, right, right? Right. I see Corey. And Sean come into the mall. Correct. So I go, oh, no. And I run and I hide behind something. Yep. To then call them over. Right. And right. stand up and talk to them. Correct. It makes no sense at all. <laughs> so feels why like something am I hiding got, it feels and like who something is it from? got caught. Like it got cut. Feels like there was something in that scene. I, I don't think know. They just wanted, they wanted the joke of us not recognizing him. Because we say something like, who's that, you know, yeah. Yeah, you know crazy that lobster, lobster knows your name like, or whatever. Oh my gosh, that's Eric. You but know, I'm like, like, I was like, why, why was I hiding if I'm calling them over? And then, then I just stand up and I'm having a normal conversation. It's like, what was the point of that move? <laughs> Maybe you're also hiding from the girls. Maybe you okay. see them and you go, okay, I'm going to hide because I don't want the girls to see me. But then as soon as the guys get, as soon as Corey and Sean get closer to me, I'll call them over to have okay. them get rid of the girls. So let's pretend let's, it's let's that. Let's go with that. Okay? Let's go with that. We'll go so with that. you yell, Eric yells, I quit. Alexis says he can't quit because he signs a contract. And this is where Christopher Kyer walks by. Yep. Mm -hmm. Corey and Sean show up and they start to make fun of the lobster costume only to find out. Oh. It's Eric in the lobster costume. Eric. Eric hey. says he needs help getting rid of the two girls he invited to the shoot. Sean says he hopes they brought slaw. Very funny line. <laughs> I love it's it. It's actually a funny line. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. That was and great. And then Eric claw strangles Sean, which, which I thought is funny was too. very which funny. I loved. I didn't remember that. <laughs> I didn't I remember either. a lot about this episode. I didn't remember I like, that either. I, you think I would remember this giant claw <laughs> going around my neck, but I thought yeah. it was hysterical. It was very funny. Oh very God. funny. I will send for, for all of the... Um, uh, Pod Meets World people on our Instagram and all that kind of stuff. I have the original um, wardrobe fitting um, oh, the Polaroids uh, of me cool. uh, in the lobster How suit. How do you have so we'll, all this stuff? This they were amazing. in my when I went and cleared out my my desk drawer at home in Connecticut. I was were clearing I was clearing stuff out of my bedroom. I found this treasure trove of all this old stuff. I found my original, which I have pictures of too. The original sides for my very first Eric audition. Oh my I gosh. still have them. So I had all. So I still have all those Polaroids of me in the lobster outfit. So we'll make sure that we put that up. 
Um, but yeah, this was it was so hot. And then they put me up on the butter thing. Do you think they have this lobster costume in the Disney archive? I think. Well, you know, what's funny. I've seen this thing. I don't know what show it was, but I've seen this exact costume in All other right. things. Well, then there really? you go. So, yes. Like, and I know it's the same one. It's like, I was in that. Yeah. I've worn that before. <laughs> I've worn that. So Corey and Sean tell Jason and the two girls that Eric is a bit under the water. I mean, weather, which is very <laughs> cute. Right. An announcement comes on to win a free lobster dinner from Larry's Lobster Locker. The girls tell Jason they want him to win them the lobster. And it is revealed that in order to win the dinner, you have to dunk a lobster, a.k.a. Eric, in a dunk tank full of butter. At that exact moment, Morgan and Amy walk by and Morgan yells, Eric, Eric, that's my brother, Eric. <laughs> and then every realize, everyone realizes this is Eric's big modeling job. Yes. Hey, it's 50 bucks. 50 bucks is 50 bucks. That's right. As far as I'm concerned. When, when, they, when he dunks me, which yeah. we're going to get to, it floated. Like the suit was buoyant. Oh, right. Yeah. So, so you, you were... see me kind of flailing around because I'm trying to, to dunk, dunk myself in the water when I, did I couldn't. That. Did so you was... only do one take of this? Yes, I yeah. think so. Probably, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. We went in one, went in once, but the but the suit was buoyant, so it was like I wasn't right. I wasn't underwater, so I'm like trying to like get myself under the butter. <laughs> That's uh, it was crazy, yeah, because you can't rehearse that. You do that once. Do you exactly. remember who threw the baseball? I don't think it was Jason because Jay and I have thrown things back and forth to each other, <laughs> to each other and that that wasn't yeah, it. It's, it's off camera. It's, it's it's an isolated shot of the baseball hitting the thing and then yeah. the dunk. I will bet it was like David Trainer or it was somebody, one yeah. of the producers or yeah. something like that. Yeah, yeah somebody yeah, yeah. definitely wanted to do it. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> The girls say, how embarrassing, and they encourage Jason to dunk him. Even though Eric begs him not to, Jason dunks him right in the butter on his first try. Yep. And it, it was cute to see you kind of floundering in that butter. <laughs> Trying to get no pun intended. I actually didn't. I mean, I figured you'd only done it once, but I didn't think it was because the um, the suit was buoyant. I just thought, yeah, you get one chance to do this. You better really live it up. That Look at me. Damn I'm actually totally. in the butter. Go ahead and yeah. play around in there because you're going to do this once. Yeah. So we're back in the Matthews kitchen. Eric is cleaning. And as soon as Alan walks in, Eric pretends to work back at the grocery store. Alan says he gets it. And he can tell that Eric really wants his job back. But unfortunately, he already filled the position. Alan says he can't fire someone just because Eric suddenly wants his job back. And Eric gives an example from when he was little and they'd play Monopoly. Eric would land on boardwalk with hotels and rather than make him pay, Alan would let him roll again. And Alan says, well, you're not little anymore. You wanted to make your own decisions, live your own life. I let you. Eric asks if he can be little again. Alan says he won't always be there to help. But Eric begs and Alan eventually caves and says he can work the night and weekend shift, which is his, his old, old job. job. Yeah. yeah, I like that there were consequences. Yeah, I like that it wasn't just, yes, you can so have your easy. job back. Yeah, right. and I forgot about that. So yeah. beautiful. Yeah. I mean, because yeah. really, also, I like that Alan really did follow through, not just with, I know he's going to regret this, so I'm just not going to hire someone else. It really yeah. was like, I know he's going to want his old job back, but I really am like, no, you can take yeah. your old job back. It was just, it was so, it's so good. I thought so too. I liked it a lot. Um, And so there goes his love life because there go the nights and weekends. Corey and Alan bond about how being a father isn't always about stepping in. Corey says it's about letting your child make their own mistakes, like getting a tattoo. And then Alan gets very scared that Corey made a mistake with a tattoo and it ends with them like joke wrestling with Alan desperately looking for Corey's tattoo, which was very cute. 
Ryder, did you say anything through there? Because I, th- I just realized now that you were frozen. I froze. Okay, you froze. <laughs> did you? Would you, what would you let's, I'd like to hear what you had to say. I just like that um, that Will's character is really a part of the family. I mean, you're basically the A storyline. And yeah. I feel like the show is is giving, you know, your whole bit, like uh, showing him around the, the kitchen as if it's the grocery store. It's like you're driving this scene and you're the A storyline in this episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I just love that. And I love that the show is moving a little bit away from Corey's perspective. It still has been at the end of the scene and that sure. great little yeah. bantery thing. But really, this is, this is a, an episode about... Alan and you, yeah, you know, yeah. and, and Amy, like it's it, it's just nice to see the show expanding its world. Um, yeah, I really like. I it. think it, so too. It's a it was yeah. a big ensemble episode, which was really mm-hmm. nice. And I was always, especially at this time, I was always so nervous about working with with um, Rusty, just because really? he was so, yeah. Oh man, I was. It was such a pro, and we didn't know each other very well, and it was um, you know you we'd hang out you or anything. Suspected he didn't think you were a good actor. I, I, I more than suspected. I'm pretty sure he did not think I was a good like he didn't respect yeah. me as an actor. Um, and I don't necessarily blame him for that uh, in the right. beginning, because towards the towards the middle and the end, Rusty and I were thick as thieves as actors. I mean, we yeah. were all the we 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 were two people that couldn't get through the scene either. Um, but yeah, no. So I, I don't think he did respect me at the beginning. And that's again, some some actors, you have to earn their respect. Yeah. Um, and I and I think I did, but it it wasn't right away, you know. So it was it was great to get to work with him and get better because he was really good. Well, we get another Kathy Ireland scene in the tag at the mall. Corey is trying to pose in front of Alexis <laughs> to get her attention and this become a model himself. She asks if Corey is lost and says that she is not interested in his services. When Corey asks why not, she says, "Do you have ninety dollars?" And then Corey walks away. Um, he does the see ya. See ya. Which, see ya. The yep. third time, right? The third yeah, see ya. The see, third ya. see ya. I yeah. feel like this tag could have been better. I feel like it, I don't know. I feel like there was, I don't know. I, I see it could have just been Ben flexing and I been know. just as funny. It would have yeah. just funnier. let Ben flex in front of her. And, and she never even looks it. up. Yeah, yeah. And she never even looks been, up. It, yeah, that would have been funny. Yeah. And guys, our first live show is next weekend. Are you excited oh, no, about that's that? That's right. Yes. So you forgot about it, huh? You better have your hotel booked and you better have that's your it. transportation there. Oh, well, you guys keep telling me someday. You're like, hey, when we get closer, we'll tell you where it is. Yeah, we'll we let you closer. know where you it is. You haven't actually don't... told me where it is. Well, because yet, we haven't so... worked out the security and I am very, you know cons- what? I just. Don't get me started. You're going to laugh until it's front page New York Times you watch. Well, no. Hey, eighth page New York Times, bottom of the, under the fold. Um, but. But no, someday you'll tell me where we're going and or I'll hear that the show was great. It'll be awesome. <laughs> Check if there are still tickets available at Ticketmaster.com. Thank you guys for listening. This has been Pod Meets World. You can follow us on Instagram at Pod Meets World Show. You can email us at Pod Meets World Show at gmail.com. And we have got merch. Merch. Podmeetsworldshow.com. Thank you all for listening. We love you all. Pod dismissed. Pod Meets World is an iHeart podcast produced and hosted by Danielle Fischel, Will Friedle, and Ryder Strong. Executive producers, Jensen Karp and Amy Sugarman. Executive in charge of production, Danielle Romo. Producer and editor, Tara Sudbach. Producer, Jackie Rodriguez. Engineer and Boy Meets World superfan, Easton Allen. Our theme song is by Kyle Morton of Typhoon. You can follow us on Instagram at Pod Meets World Show or email us at podmeetsworldshow at gmail.com. This episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies. Especially when they start really moving. With Huggies Little Movers, you get their best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. 
That's right. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and comfy while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all baby curves and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So make the switch to Huggies Little Movers today. We got you, baby. When it comes to Podmeets World, we're synonymous with two things. Watching our younger selves on a TV show from 30 years ago and loving Hyundai. The first ever fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. With up to 303-mile range, available two-way charging, and other category-defining features, the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5 is one of the most teched-out electric vehicles ever. And as you know, we are tech heads. The standard ultra-fast charging capability gives you an 80% charge in just 18 minutes when using a 250-plus kilowatt DC fast charger. And with the available two-way charging, you can charge larger electronic equipment inside and outside the car, backyard or side yard. Hyundai, it's your journey. Learn more at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. 2024 Ionic 5 rear-wheel drive has an EPA-estimated driving range of up to 303 miles. Actual range will vary with options, driving conditions, and habits, vehicle and batteries condition, and other factors. Available in limited quantities and select states only. When I'm on my way to drop off the kids at school and I'm on about five hours of sleep and I haven't had my coffee yet, I'm truly one of a kind. Yeah, this sounds like the beginning of a horror movie. It is. But there is one thing I can do immediately to bring some comfort and calm to the situation and keep me moving forward. Eat Keebler Sandies. I like to think that if the good-looking guy was still around, sitting on the couch, comforting himself about not getting into college, he'd ditch the Cocoa Puffs and down some Keebler Sandies instead. Mixed with chocolate syrup? Ooh, why not? When you need a comforting moment for yourself, Keebler Sandies is the perfect treat to keep you going. Each Keebler Sandies shortbread cookie is baked to perfection by the Keebler Elves for a light sweetness and a texture that melts in your mouth. The next time you feel like you're juggling it all, reach for Keebler Sandies shortbread cookies to enjoy a simple moment of comfort. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com.